Andre Gower from the Monster Squad and Wolfman's Got Nards, and you are listening to Metal Hand of God podcast with Bear Ass and Sheepacker. Don't worry if you don't speak it out loud. We'll give you your the metal hand of god podcast i am your host wayne and tonight with me is the amazing the most beautiful man on the planet vernon smith (laughs) yeah yeah oh man yes vernon is with me tonight we're gonna and we're gonna do something a little different on the show um this is it's not gonna be a, a a a sad show but it's going to be a little bit different um today we found out that one of the new orleans uh punk rock music icons basically like one of the guys he was basically a legend in in the new orleans underground music scene uh passed away and um uh vernon was actually friends with the gentleman if you want you want to tell people a little bit more about it vernon it would it would be easier than me trying to do it absolutely yeah um yeah, got a got a message earlier today. Um, my buddy Paul, full name Christopher Paul Mills, went by Paul or Switchblade, uh, passed away like a day or two ago, and he was the guitarist and one of the vocals for um, this band McGillicuddy's, great punk rock and roll band been around since like the mid to late 90s um they i mean they were doing shows for about close to 10 years and every now and then they do reunion shows uh and he and i were friends since like eighth grade uh so it was you know it was was definitely like a, a kick to the nuts to hear about it um fucking oof uh dude changed my life in like many ways which i'm sure we'll get into at some point during this show um and was you know so i hit you up being like hey we're doing a music podcast this yep. evening it's cool if we uh do a little you know, do a little kind of like dedication to him and, and do a little know, yeah tri- or tribute i should say retrospective i yeah, guess yeah so so tonight we're gonna play some of their music we're gonna uh vernon's gonna tell some stories or a couple you know here and there and we're, ju- we're just gonna kind of celebrate this guy's uh life a little bit and uh yeah you know i mean and like i said we're not trying to make it sad we're not trying to make it anything like that we just think that far too many 
of the um, legendary underground guys uh, such as Switchblade and and you know other members that have of different bands that have passed that just go without anyone you know knowing who they were yeah, yeah knowing the radar yeah knowing their name knowing their band knowing anything you know uh, and like as I sort of always said is like as long as somebody if I if I pass away and as long as somebody will know my songs every once in a while you know like hey remember that band you know right uh, it, then that's fine you know as long as that one kid or one adult or dad is like hey look dad saw these guys play live one time you know and, and they're playing my CD or something you know that uh, then right. I'll be happy I just want, you know, like to carry that on for these guys, you know, like give, give them, yeah. give them a voice, even though they're not here, you know, that's something. Yeah. So, uh, without that saying, man, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, exactly. Anyway, uh, what I was saying was, would you like to start off with, uh, playing one of their tunes right now? Uh yeah sure. Which one? Um, which one you want to pick, see. man? Pick one of their tunes. Just 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 spit it out, man. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with the first song off of their first seven inch, I believe, that I bought at one of their shows <laughs> about twenty years ago, maybe a little bit more. Uh, called Styling and Profiling. Styling and Profiling by the McGillicuddies. Here you go, guys. Check this shit out. One, two, three, four. See you going to judge you and your son and food. I'm picking up around the corner, so the rabbit don't know. Feel sick. Push the line out of control. Rock and roll, baby. Looking down on you, you're looking up at me. You want some of this, baby? Can't handle my feet right low. I don't ever read. You want to make a fuck catch a fuck, baby? You know, and, and like what I was telling you earlier is like it kind of reminds me of like uh, it's definitely old school punk rock meets like rockabilly feel. You know, it's it's super, super right. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like this dude was like a music, I, I don't know, master aficionado. Like, I mean, I, I met the kid like, like I said, in eighth grade. Um, and he was just this, you know, skinny, long haired, mumbling skater punk kid. And we were just like 
dick around and goof off and stuff. And uh, him and his buddy Taj, uh, who also like passed away years ago, um, they were they were just like these music experts at like fourteen of like all things underground punk hardcore. Um, like I, I think they used to like fucking send letters back and forth to like Gigi Allen and stuff. What? No <laughs> way, know? dude. This is like in 1988. <laughs> um, I didn't even, and... I didn't even know Gigi Allen could write. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like written in poo or something. Yeah. Um, Ooh. That, hey, that's worth more money now. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, and and these dudes knew all this stuff, like, p- dude, pre Google, pre iTunes, pre Internet, pre anything, like just, uh, like you know, a, a Maximum Rock and Roll magazine and the local indie record store and whatever like friends they had, like they they just knew everything. Like I, I was just like blown away, because um, like I was I was like a little metal kid when when I was like in elementary school and stuff, like saw kiss when I was in fourth grade. Um, but like, I didn't, I didn't know about any, like the only punk stuff I knew was like Ramones and sex pistols probably. And, you know, these guys showed me, you know, just all this indie label stuff. Um, and yeah, then like about a year or so later, when I got a license, I started like going to all these shows and, and it's like, you know, you, you buying these albums from these bands and then they're coming and they're playing at like, you know, some place the size of like your living room or your house, like just, just like a hundred other people. And they're like five, 10 feet away and hanging out with you afterwards. Like it was, it was just insane. Like I, that, that just blew my mind. And and it was like something I was really glad that I got into. And it was, it was like, seriously, just from me and him goofing off, I became friends with him. He introduced me to his friends and, and it, it, it was like definitely a life changer. Um, yeah. Uh, that's super fucking cool, man. Like, you know, and, and that's another thing too, man, is like, I remember, like uh my friend Marco, okay? Like uh uh-huh. uh we're still friends to this day. Like you know me and him have been friends for a long long time. I met him through his little brother, which me and him are still friends, you know, like we've been friends for like I said, probably since we're I think 6th grade. Was wow. was where me and Marco uh, uh me and uh his younger brother Ramel met was in 6th grade. We were walking, I was walking to school. All right, just walking to school by myself, and uh, uh-huh. I happened to, and every morning I happened to see the same dude walking to school too, like from a block uh-huh. behind me, and I was like, oh well, fuck. So being me, who I, you know, the the guy I am, I, I'll talk to anybody all the time. I'm always uh-huh. up to make friends with people. I walked up to him and said, hey, man, what's going on? You know, you you walking to school? He's like, yeah. I said, all right, you mind if we walk? He's like, nah. So we started bullshitting together and hanging out and going walking to school every morning. Well, his brother was older than us, and he was, you know, uh, he was in high school, and uh, I'd go over to their house, and this is, they were a strictly, like, Baptist, real religious uh, family, and his brother would have to hide these cassette tapes and shit that he had 
because his dad <sighs> didn't want him to have it. Right, 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 and they were like, uh, like the old school hardcore bands, like Minor Threat, and like right. um, um, Youth of Today and Agnostic Front, uh-huh. Sick of It All, right. all those bands because he was, they were from New York, so he got all this stuff when he was out there, and uh, he started letting me listen to it, man, and I was like, man, I love this shit, you know, it was like, I the the heaviest thing I ever listened to at the time was like I, I had got my first Metallica cassette, you know. Right. Ride the Lightning was the first thing I bought that was heavy, and then other than that, I right. was listening to like uh, the Beastie Boys and and um, the Kings of Rap was the name of the other cassette that I remember I had <laughs> with the fucking Fat Boys and Run DMC on it. Right, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I had all that stuff, you know, and then I got my first taste of that stuff, and I'll never forget those those days, man, because I was like, man, this stuff is so fucking awesome. It's so edgy and so yeah. killer, you know, and like you yeah. said. And then I started going to like the local shows and stuff where I was like, right, like really delving. I was 16 years old on fucking Magazine Street at the Abstract, right. watching these fucking dudes like Soylent Green and and right. like Crash Worship and and like, oh yeah, yeah, remember those dudes? <laughs> those uh, dudes were fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, fucking <laughs> like uh, Apostasy was another band I watched over there, and, mm, and like some. just 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 this band got awful and and like. It was it was great. Exhorter. Well, of course, everybody saw Exhorter. You know, I mean, that, that was, the, you know, and, and and every, you know, there was, you know, Exhorter still around. I man. hate God. Exhorter still around. So was I hate God. Actually, I hate God had a fucking, oh. had a fucking billboard, up, by the Superdome, last week, for their new for their new album, dude. It had I hate God. On a billboard, it was incredible. Like wow. to, to imagine those dudes where they came from. Like you know, they were in these little bitty clubs, dude. Like doing nothing. Yeah. You know, and then boom, they're on a fucking billboard in the world. I didn't know they were still together. I'm yeah. Because like, um, and fuck, this this is another one. Like I was I was friends with Joey, the the drummer for I Hate. Oh that. man, uh, Joey was great, dude. He was fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> and and I remember like. After that happened, um, another friend of ours, uh, Mike Bevis, who was like in this band, Gimp, he was, he was like a year or two older than me, but I guess about Joey's age. Like he he wrote something about him, and he was like, "Dude, if you knew him, everyone that knows him like quotes something that he said." And I was like, "God, that that's fucking." There are things that I still say to this day that I just heard him say, and it's just like some throwaway <laughs> that would just make me die laughing and and he he just fucking spits him out you know like he was fucking hilarious um yeah, <laughs> yeah but i mean and that's cool dude because i mean like when you when you remember stories like that or 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 people in that way you know it's it's yeah. cool and that, and that's one thing like i like how i i believe as people if people continue to tell your story after you're gone mm-hmm. you did something right yeah you know yeah the, the, the whether it be thing, good or bad i guess that yeah it, it for for the two of them it just really sucks because like they had both just had kids you know like joey had a kid like a few years before he died and paul had a kid a couple of years ago too and that's that's the only thing i'm like oh man i mean I, but at least they have something yeah you know like yeah. left behind by their parents which is cool and like you know the stories yeah like stories that you said like of people having like great stories about them that's that's yeah really cool too. you know but it, I, I hate to say this and hate to be a, a shithead but yeah i'd rather be here but you know what i'm saying like i i 
My kid's oh, only cut my, out for a sec. my kid's only five. Okay, and uh-huh. I would rather be here for him than have him just learn about yeah. me. You know, so yeah. I'm doing my damnedest to to stay here as long as I possibly can for my kid. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's got a lot of. Uh, uh, of podcast episodes he can listen to his dad being an idiot um he's yeah. he's got a lot of uh music to listen to a lot of videos online i mean there's a lot of stuff out there with me on it and and right. um hopefully all the work that i've done with you know the podcast and with booking uh you know bands and stuff that i kind of made my mark in this area in this world you know, that right. pe- people will go, like, hey, remember that guy? He was really cool. You know, he did a lot of stuff for the world or planet or not really, but for the yeah. booking. And, and CDs. Uh, like, how many albums did you guys do? I know um, I have one of them. We did, we did one and a half. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the, <laughs> well, we have... We have um, what, an EP? We, we were going to release a full length, and then we did uh-huh. a single... That we released, and then uh, the we broke up while the full length was being recorded. Oh, okay. Yeah, we never finished the last album. The last album had was another album with like thirteen songs on it, and they're, they oh, will, they'll they'll okay. ne- they'll never be released because no one ever wants to go back in and finish them. Yeah, <laughs> which sucks because I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. You know, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. But uh, I've actually I've actually uh, talked to the drummer. And I was like, dude, do you want to, like, get back together, us two, and then new members? You know what I mean? Like, we talked about uh-huh. doing that, and he was kind of okay with it. But then it, that fell through, and then I'm just like, then now I'm kind of like um, some of these, uh, some of the new uh, kids, out, new kids on the block out there, right. they're, they're all getting tastes of the Resurrection Man album. And a lot of these kids are like, dude, you want to put it back together, you tell me, and, and we'll do it. Right. So, I mean, all I got to do is say, hey, I, I want you and you and you and you, and then they'll do the album. They'll do a show with me, you know? Right. But I, I, I feel bad because I'd like some of the other guys to be part of it, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, if if they're choosing not to, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I am actually, I'm I'm debating on doing one last hurrah with Resurrection Man and and, and possibly doing something else. I actually have, actually uh, yeah. talking to, with some other guys and we're we're working on some music called uh, the. This is the first time anybody's gonna hear this, but uh, we're 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 kind of codenaming it Hydra right now. All right, cool. So, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be a lot different, but yeah, um, cool. But yeah, you know, like speaking of those old bands and stuff, like we were talking about. Uh, Exhorter and and I hate God and and like the guys from Crowbar mm. and and like yeah. um, you know Acid Bath, um, right? You know those dudes are all like those Shell Shock, Shell Shock man. Yes, yeah, another one. Damn dude, I ain't yeah. heard that name in forever. Every, how many fucking local bands with dead people in them can we name? <laughs> Graveyard Rodeo. Um, <laughs> a lot, dude. Actually, a lot. I mean, there's yeah. there's. I mean, look, Soylent Green. I mean, Glenn Rambo. Yeah. Glenn Rambo died. Glenn Rambo. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, fuck, dude. There were so many bands out there. Like, yeah. I I remember. Um, dude, uh, every weekend there was something. I know. Like, it was amazing. Either in the quarter, or like at the Metairie VFWs, you know, fucking Uptown, right? Muddy Waters, RC Bridge Lounge, Abstract, like you said. Dude. Uh, I mean, like. 
the weekends, man, we lived at fucking abstract. Me and my friend, um, Oscar, I met Oscar at a fucking house show. We went to, a, I went to a house mm-hmm. show with this down the street from, from here, from where I live uh-huh. now. It was on, it was on river road. Somebody was having a uh-huh. birthday party that I made the flyer for. And nice. the band God awful was playing. And, uh-huh. uh, so my friend Oscar, was there and we started talking there and then we became really good friends and then me and him would go to the fucking abstract and just fucking sit in a parking lot for like hours listening to these bands and uh yeah. talk to the underage girls you know right <laughs> well at, but i mean at the time we were all underage so it didn't matter yeah, you know yeah. I mean, we were all yeah. 16 years old you know yeah utterly ridiculous yeah. I, I know that was one of my favorite days. I, the first time I ever heard this joke was when Oscar said it. He uh, he was an Asian guy, and he th- these two uh, girls that basically were at Abstract all the time uh, were sitting there talking to us, and uh, and Oscar says, "Hey, baby, you got some Asian in you." And then she looked at him, oh. and he goes, "She's like, no." She goes, "Well, you want some?" <laughs> And I, I don't, for some reason, I just tickles the fuck out of me because oh, if yeah. you would know Oscar and you see how he is now, there's no fucking way that dude would have said the same shit to those people. Right. You know? Yeah. No, I, dude, I, I used to say that to, uh, to a friend of mine, this girl, Cindy, not the Cindy that I'm married to now, but a different right. Cindy. And, and she actually flipped it on me because I guess she had Irish in her and she was like, you want the Irish around you? And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> around you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but no, man. Uh, you know, those were the days, dude. Like, like I will, I will never forget those days. I will never forget being able to go into the abstract with a can of spray paint and spray painting the walls. Like I I tagged the and this was during shows. Like I was in there with a right. spray paint can right across the walls, you know? Um Jesus. I got to see like uh the band Dang Bra Wide. You remember those guys? Yeah, 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 I yeah. saw them. I remember the guys on that RC Bridge Lounge. The ska um, band, right? I mean, they they played all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're still Which I around. I was really into. Yeah, no, I, I saw some recently. Like, I am, and, I am I, really good friends with the singer Howard, and like, was that Howard? Yeah, yeah, Howard I, Love. Yeah, I, I mean, I met him like once or twice, way, way back. But yeah. uh, like, a, a lot of mutual friends, you know. Um, and, yeah, and I'm, it was even like, you know, scrolling through Facebook, and it's like, here's someone you might know. I was like, no, but I know, I know, like, I know who he is. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I, um, yeah, um, we, he but actually, I didn't, I didn't like ska back then, and I, oh, I man. just being there, and I'm just drinking. I'm like. What's up with these fucking trumpets? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it was a it was a time and place, man, and and like. Well, I mean, yeah, I was a kid. I didn't know anything. I just thought yeah, you were oh, hardcore, dude. Fucking, yeah, I was like, just had to be two guitars, a bass, a drummer, and someone fucking, you know, yelling about cops being stupid or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, you were uh, you were the hardcore punk rocker. I was I was yeah. into like the I was into like the uh, the death metal scene, the more metal. Scene. I was actually into all of it though. Mm-hmm. I liked all of yeah. that shit. You know, anything that I could see, I was watching. You know, I was like, dude, right. You know, I was always sucking up stuff like that. And and the most people I've ever seen, the two shows I've I've, I've seen at abstract, uh, the abstract that was the most people ever mm-hmm. was for a Dang Bra Y show 
Uh-huh. When I was, I was like 200 kids in that building. It was yeah. fucking insanity. And yeah. then the second show was when Green Day played there for Kerplunk. Oh, yeah, Kerplunk, yeah. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Like, I didn't even know who those dudes were. But... No, we... and, I like, I remember them coming, and... Uh, dude, honestly, I don't even know <laughs> if I was there. Like, I... Uh, like, sometimes I think I was, sometimes I think I wasn't, and... I mean, it's a legendary it like show, a... dude. Well, a lot of times it was like there was just a show, and it was like, "Oh, you're going? Yeah, okay." And it's like, yeah, I might right, just hang out outside, or it might be inside, and not even like, like, dude, the first time I saw No Effects, I don't know who the fuck they were. <laughs> like, it was just, it was just a band that everyone was talking about. They were playing at Storyville, and Fucking I just remember that, like, wow. there was this huge fight that broke up, and there was really? like five, op- five opening bands, and so it's like you're just sitting through all all these bands that you know, you know slugs, fucking whoever. And and then like no effects and and it's like there's this fight that's been kind of brewing and then no effects is on they play like a handful of songs and then like this fight just erupts and like the the bartender pulls out a gun and some skinhead shit. throws a bottle at him <clears throat> and the fight just spills out into the quarter uh, you know little parking lot little area like whatever that street. That ran along uh, the river, and uh, and then the show was canceled, and I was wow. just pissed. I was because, like, but I was just pissed because it was like it was just this big talked about show, right? But I didn't. Uh, it was like I hadn't heard their music before, and and then like I got their album and I listened to it, and then they came back again, like maybe a year, because this was like in tenth grade, and then like they came back again, like in eleventh grade, but it was like during the week, um, and they played like somewhere uptown again it might have been rc bridge lounge also or muddy waters or someplace and it was only like 15 people there wow. and so like i was like okay i actually finally get to see this band and now i'm familiar with their stuff um so yeah i i i don't think because i really don't have but i don't have memories of a lot of these shows right i don't think i was if i was at the abstract for green day I was I was just outside. Yeah. Because um, the first time I remember like really really seeing them was about a year or two later when they played at Tipitina's. I got you. And that and that was like right when Dookie came out. Cool. Um. Word. Yeah. So I'm telling you, dude, that show was pretty. It was pretty uh, epic. You know. Yeah. I mean, I I never heard of Green Day, and then I was. Like I said, we would just hang out in the parking lot, like you said, and then we just happened to go to the show. Then it was just yeah, the memories, man. Um, yeah, there was that, and then do you remember the New Orleans Music Hall instead oh, yeah, of yeah. instead of instead of uh, Howling Wolf? Now that's what it's called, mm-hmm. but it was called yeah. the New Orleans Music Hall. That was the first time I ever saw Guar. Was there yeah, nineteen eighty nine or nineteen ninety somewhere in that area? When they were play, when they played there, and ah, dude, like I've seen them thirteen times now, and, <laughs> <laughs> and see, I haven't and seen I'm them friends since with the them. music hall. What? Yeah, I mean, I had a great, I had a great time there. It was, I mean, but it was supposed to be them and the Melvins, and like yeah. I think Buzz fucked up his throat, and uh, so like okay. Melvins didn't play. But Melvins, I mean, Gore put on a great show. Who had opened for him? 
and jizz and blood uh and and it was really hot inside the club so yes. like the, the the fake juices were really cold and it, it was amazing felt, it was nice um, yes dude uh, that's a band that i'll go see anytime they ever play yeah um so We've been running off about different shows and stuff. Let's play another song by the McGillicuddy's band. Go ahead. You pick the next one. Uh, let's see. We can do uh, There's Iwo Jima Baby, which is it's kind of a split track with, I think, Nothing Nice. Or no, or is, that, or is that Fart? Oh, yeah. Do Iwo Jima Baby. I think that's one that's it's like a split track. It's okay. either that one or Fargo Stomp is one with uh, Nothing Nice. Alright. Here you go guys, here's uh Iwo Jima baby by the McGillicuddy. I was 
And there you go, man. That's another really good fucking tune, man. You know, and what sucks is I, I never, I've never gotten to see the McGillicuddy's play live ever. Yeah. You know, I always wanted to, but I never did get a chance to. And I mean, I yeah. just remember seeing their flyers everywhere all the time. You know, mm-hmm. and and there you go. I'm aging myself again. I said flyers. Kids, <laughs> what a flyer is, is when you put these things together, and they're not digital. <laughs> right. They're actual paper that we used to staple to walls. <laughs> right. <laughs> Telephone poles or our bedroom walls. Yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> um, man, and, and, and it's just a shame that, you know, like, we'll never get to see him play. Yeah, you know, I mean, I won't, I won't ever get to see him play. I mean, you did, you got to see him play. So. Yeah, yeah, saw him a few times. I even like brought a girlfriend of mine at the time, and she was, you know, like a musician, but like kind of classically trained, and and like she was blown away, you know. Uh, That's cool. And because I mean, like the, the like this dude on guitar just. Like his his stage presence, like he really just kind of stood there. He didn't he didn't really move around, jump around or anything. But his fingers, his hands were just like flying all over, and and he just played it like effortlessly, like because he like he wasn't like this outspoken guy. Like he talked, you know, he, he talked low, like not not really mumbly, but just like like he was too cool to move his lips when he talked. <laughs> <laughs> if that made sense. Like, I can't really be bothered with moving my mouth when I'm talking. So I'm just going to fucking say, it. if you, if you hear, you hear, if you know, give a shit. Like the, that was just kind of what I always got. And, and like people always be like, wait, what are you saying? Like, oh, fucking, if you can't hear it, then that's your fault. Um, <laughs> that means your, your ears aren't, uh, cool enough to hear the, the right, vibrations, yeah. <laughs> you know? And meanwhile, you know, I'd just be laughing at whatever he said about somebody or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, just like amazing guitar player. And like when, when I played bass for like a fucking year, uh, sometimes like I would go over to his house and, um, and he would just like, just playing while, you know, in between watching wrestling or playing fucking techno oh, yeah. or whatever, um, and, uh, and um, yeah, because he was also like in the wrestling, video games, comic books, like. Um, uh, but yeah, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna do anything with Miguel Cuddy's anymore, and or, or I don't know if we're gonna if, if we're gonna be splitting up or whatever," and and like. And yeah, I was friends with Jerry, but I, like the bass player. But I was still like, "Well, I'll play bass with you if you ever want." Because I mean, like this kid was just fucking really good. Um, or I was like, "If you ever want to do a side project," because I mean, he like, and he he would just come up with some little riff, and it was just a throwaway thing. And I was like, "Wait, what was that?" He's like, "I don't know." And and I would try and remember it, and then go home and like recreate it on base and like build something around that and i was like dude like i'm i'm building things on stuff that he was just they were just throwing away yeah yeah just getting rid of it (sighs) yeah i mean like the 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 dude is a fucking genius and and like and 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 like today just you know hearing from like the a friend of ours said that you know, kind of broke the news to me. And then like, also like hearing shit from this girl, like about how, like just like nice things that like he said about me and about like stuff I was working on. And wow. 
Sorry. Um, no, it's okay, dude. I understand, man. I understand. Yeah, no, I didn't like it, it, it. Just like really, I was like, it's cool. Like someone that like you, you know that you know and that you admire, and then like hearing them kind of say the same stuff about you. You know, like I was like, oh, right. funny, like that. Like that. That really kind of blew me away. Like I, I don't know. <clears throat> Uh, kind of, it feels good to know that someone that, like you said, that you admire is basically recognizing you, and also, also feels the same way about the stuff that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's very cool, man. That's really, really cool. Yeah. And, and you know, and and it just it's <clears throat> it's tough all the way around, man. I mean, right. you know, I mean, he's your friend. I mean, you you respected the guy. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people out there that that were my friends that have passed away. Like, uh, like um, not many people know this, but the uh, the original well, not original, but one of the drummers to the Resurrection Man band, he passed away, and oh, sure. and, and uh, he had um, he had brain cancer, and uh, he had went through surgeries two or three times, and um, he had passed away, and uh, he had stopped he had stopped playing with us. Um, and we did a, uh, we actually played at his wedding, mm-hmm. like Resurrection Man play. Like he got the, he had a live band. This is one of my fondest moments of being in the band is he had a, he got a live <laughs> band. And then, um, he said, look, all my bandmates are here. Would you mind if we did three songs? And the mm. band was like, no, come on, come do it. So we right. ended up playing, um, uh, oh God, Bill Withers, um, ain't no, uh-huh. ain't nice. no sunshine. Yeah, yeah. But we did it like me first in the gimme gimme style. <laughs> uh, we did that. Uh, we did uh, one of our songs, which blew everybody was like, "What the fuck?" And then, <laughs> and then we also did um, uh, "Sweet Caroline" because his wife's name was Caroline. Right. Oh, cool. So we played that all at the wedding reception, and we had the like the entire reception was in front of us and it was like it was a goddamn fancy mosh pit (laughs) (laughs) everybody was jumping around and screaming and i was like yeah this is awesome we could be a fucking we could be a wedding band you know (laughs) (laughs) it's like beer spilled on the floor (laughs) yeah but it was cool and and you know like it was really tough for me man when he passed away i mean you know we we played together for like four years you know he was the he's the drummer that's on the actual album and, oh, wow. and uh you know when he passed away man uh, i was i was devastated i was like what the fuck man i knew he was sick you know and and all that stuff but he, yeah it was it was terrible um yeah. and i didn't grow up with him like all the other guys in the band um uh keith who went from being a bass player to our drummer him yeah. um our older guitar player uh, both our old guitar players were they all grew up went to high school together all of them uh-huh. and uh yeah, so I mean that was it was tough. They lost a childhood friend and, and it was bad. And so I understand, man, like like I yeah. respected that guy very much and then and, and, and to have him pass away like that, it was just it was oof, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, especially when it's like, all right, well, those of us that have made it this far, like you know, maybe maybe they're in for the long haul. Because it, it's like there was a time whenever when you're younger and it's like especially in this scene, like you, 
you're getting people that are checking out at like a pretty early age, you know, yeah, early to mid twenties, doing dumb shit or or yeah, or Or doing it themselves, yeah, yeah, taking their own lives, that kind of shit, yeah. But now we're at the age, we're at the age where it's not that that's not what's going to take us out. We're not we're not doing dumb shit anymore. Uh, What's going to happen? What's going to take us out is our own fucking terrible habits of eating shitty or or uh bum tickers or or blood clots or some fucking crazy shit like that you know yeah yeah no it's it's actually i I think i was telling my wife that recently i was like yeah man now now when my friends are dying it's not from you know quote unquote fun things (laughs) 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 it's it's because it was like i that a this other girl that I went to high school with, um, I mean, just briefly, but I was like friends with her since then, like died of cancer. It's like, yeah, Jesus, that's a uh, fucking shitty disease, man. Yeah. Well, you would think, did you see how fast they came up with the cure for, uh, the vaccine for fucking, uh, uh, COVID, man. Why the right. fuck has it taken you guys a hundred years and you still ain't figured out the fucking thing to kill cancer? I would, I mean, that's, I mean, I know it's a campaign promise and those are pretty much always full of shit, but apparently that's a, that's what Uncle Joe is uh, promising oh, for, really? for this term. Really? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I'll fucking believe that when I see it. Yeah. You know, just like, just like the unwrapping of all the aliens and everything else that we've seen, right? Yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, and, and not to get all political and bullshit like that, because this is not that kind of show, but. I, I, mm-hmm. They're all fucking full of shit. No matter who you vote for, yeah. or what you vote for, and how it is, they're yeah. all fucking corrupt assholes. And yeah. they're there for themselves, guys. In right. the long run, they're there for themselves. Just remember that. Yeah. Right. Um, but so enough. No, of that I, no, I will. T- I, I will take. Though I'll take fucking anyone over the last one. <laughs> Sorry, well, you know, offends any fucking red tie wearers. But no, you know, <laughs> I mean, that dude was just a lunatic. <laughs> I, you know, and and I put it this way, I I, I don't care. Like I, you know, I mean, I'm yeah. not saying I voted for him. I'm not saying I didn't vote. But um, right. it, it was just a fact of, you know, um, I didn't care who was in there. He couldn't have been any worse than the last one, and it wasn't going to be. Right. You know, it, it was just one of those things where you got to give it a try. I mean, and yeah. he was, you know. He started out okay, then he went fucking batshit absolutely insane. You know, he went he went off the deep end. And that's and that's one thing that I will admit to, and I'm not gonna, you know, like fucking revise or say otherwise. Four years ago, I was actually like, all right, well, let's let's right. see where this goes. Right. You know, it's like, hey, it, it's something different, and I'll admit, yeah, that that came in bit me and yeah, half the nation same. in the ass. <laughs> um, but, but, I'm, but you I'm know not what? Gonna, I'm not going to act like I I didn't, you know? Yeah. I mean, no, I, I didn't vote for him, but I was like, hey, you know what? This this could be interesting. It's, yeah, whatever. You know, Let's see what happens. not a career guy, but yeah. Um, yeah, but he was know. a little too great. He got a little too wacky yeah. towards the last, like, six months. Yeah. And, yeah. and the last few weeks. <laughs> well, yeah, it got even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, one whatever. little insurrection later, and uh, it was wild, dude. It was wild. Um, yeah. But uh, but you know, yeah. Back to the music. Back to the music. Whoa. 
That's right. That's right. Pick yeah, another song, crazy. man. Pick another song. Let's play one more. Let's play one more before we get out of here. You know what? Um, he's not on vocals, but I got to go with Sweet Cotton Drawers. All right. Putting, putting, putting Jerry on the mic. Here we go, guys. Sweet Cotton Drawers by the McGillitutties. <laughs> I just want to say, now that we're back, I mean, I enjoy that song, but I, I mean, do you, uh-huh. do you like sweet cotton drawers, or are you more of a silky kind of guy? <sighs> sweet cotton drawers, right when they're fresh out of the dryer. Ooh, yeah, especially on a cold day. <laughs> right. You know? you know, you get that shrivel in, you put the, <laughs> put those on, you're like, <laughs> ah, you feel like, and it you just feel like, brings uh, everything back to life. Yeah, yeah. you feel like Mechanek from the fucking He-Man series. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'll be stealing that one. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, so Mechanek in your pants. Yeah, <laughs> all the way, you know. Or uh, what's the other He-Man? Extendor is another He-Man figure that does that too. Oh, I don't remember him. He was part of the Horde from uh, oh, okay. from Hordak Extendor. Yeah, 
right. Come on, man. Get what you're fucking He-Man, dude. Come dude, on. Well, I'm a He-Man. Sorry, it's been like fucking 35 years. Since All right, man. I'm a, He-Man. I'm a He-Man collector, so I'm, a, I'm one of those dudes that's like, you know, I'm a big fan yeah. of the Masters of the Universe line. And like, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, like, I loved it as a kid. And like, my buddy Val, uh, I think, like, actually runs a whole bunch of He Man stuff online. Like, wow, okay. The, um, the student Val Staples, uh, he's like a comic colorist, but he's also like a huge He Man guy. Cool. Um, so, yeah, if you're, if you're on the Facebook, you could find them in my friends list and uh i'm yeah. gonna do i'm gonna do that because uh see what know, he's up to i'm a fucking he-man nerd so yeah uh, but anyway um i wanted to get into you know more about these old shows and stuff that we used to go to as a kids and 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 things mm-hmm. like you know and, and i feel awful because my child will never get that experience never which like, i'm i'm kind of glad about at the same time are you really because as much as i loved it I could, could you imagine seeing a bunch of drunken fifteen-year-olds stumbling <laughs> around the street? Well, you you got to think like, about this. Would... It's a different age. That's what I mean by like they will never get that experience. Like they will never be able to do the things we did. Like yeah. my mom and dad were allowing me to go as a sixteen, a fifteen and sixteen-year-old kid on Magazine Street in the middle of the fucking yeah. night into a fucking old warehouse behind a goddamn halfway house. Yeah. You know, attached to a bookstore to watch a local mm-hmm. band for five dollars in the middle of the ghetto. Yeah, you know, I mean, and that's what we did. And, and these shows, these shows were at bars too, like yeah. Muddy Waters, Tipitinas, RCs. I mean, like, yeah, they they were bars. <laughs> we could get Storyville. Like, they, these were. These were Storyville was on Decatur Street, <laughs> right, 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 and it would just spill out, you know, across from like Decatur House and Kagan's and, and Angel like, and, and all that shit, yeah, and yeah, and, and we're just hanging out at the fountain, drinking <laughs> beers and smoking cigarettes, and it's like <laughs> you out of your fucking mind. How is this possible? <laughs> it was, and, it and was I a remember, fucking life, man. Like, I remember telling my daughter, I mean, she's only like 10, uh, and it wasn't like some crazy story, but it was like some kind of story, and she's like, why is it that like all my friends' parents have like these crazy stories from when they were younger? We don't really have those now. And I'm like, you don't have them now because we did, and there's no way that we would let you guys do half the things that we did, because also like half our friends aren't around anymore. There, there is (laughs) no way because they didn't make it. (laughs) There's no way I would allow my son. Yeah, I don't know if I would allow him, but like it's a different day. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like nowadays. Back when we were growing up, the worst thing we could have gotten done was either a fist fight or stabbed. Yeah. You know, now everyone's carrying a gun and you bump into them and say, I'm sorry, excuse me. And you get shot in the face. Right. You know, it's, it's a completely different world. And like the um, also with the uh, like with the concerts and stuff, there aren't really any small venues like that anymore. I mean, I book for a small venue. Uh, Babylon is a little bitty place. OK, yeah. but but it's it's a safe place. It's not like. We were, you know, like when we were kids, where we were going into these fucking rundown, almost like DIY uh, shows, you know, right, like yeah. there was nobody there. 
Like when we went into those fucking shows at the Abstract, there was one dude who ran a sound booth, which was a fucking probably a sixteen year old kid on top of that. And then it was right. one person that took the money at the door, which no one cared. We could have walked up to the guy and say, Hey man, can I get in? He'd be like, Yeah, and stamp your fucking hand. You know, it wasn't right. like you had to pay. There was no one there with security to watch. There was nothing. Right. You know, yeah. it was fucking ridiculous. Nowadays, yeah. nowadays, you know, at least with the smaller venues, uh, you do have a little bit of security. You do have to be 21 to get in, you know, that kind of right. stuff. Man, back then, it was the fucking was, ridiculous. It, it, it kind of worked, though, back then. Like, I mean, I don't, from from the shows that I went to, I mean, yeah, there was a there was that no effects fight, but that was like... It was rare. That wasn't all that often. No, it was and, very and, rare. I mean, and like I almost got into a fight with some skinhead dude because he was like kind of harassing this girl that I went to high school with that was there, and like I kind of, I kind of stood up to him, and then two of his huge friends <laughs> showed up behind him, and and I just kind of stood there, and another friend of mine was like, dude. You, you could get killed by those guys. And then, you know, I wouldn't like being some brave guy, but I was, you know, just like, yeah, they're, they're just, you know, messing with this girl. And I was like, okay, yeah, we should probably leave now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, and I mean, like, yeah, cause yeah, there was like that whole skinhead crew back then. Um, oh yeah. I remember those. But, yeah. And, and like, and there, like there, there are definitely some fucking psychos too, you know, like not just them, but I mean, and and not all of them, because I mean, like I was friends with some of them. Um, yeah. And uh, or at least like I knew some because I had friends that were friends with them. Same, um, same here, same here. And and uh, from what I recall, like it wasn't, it wasn't like you know the they were the racist skinheads. They were just like the you know the fucking ska skinheads, like original style. Um, uh no, some of them, some of them were pretty racist. No, no, some of them were, yeah. yeah. But the, there was also some that that weren't, and um, they were the uh, what was it? Um, skinheads against what the sharps? Sharps, that's it. Yeah, skinheads against racial prejudice. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to, I was trying to remember what their fucking uh, name was. Yeah, yeah, I remember um, the sharps, man. I remember but, those guys too. But like there, there wasn't, you know, like fights like violence at least like at the shows that i remember for the most part and i mean dude i i remember one time like like i was in a pit uh, it was either a, like a bad brains or a bad religion show and i got knocked down or, or i tripped over my boot laces or something and i and i like go down to like tie my laces and i kind of realize like i'm not getting trampled on and i look up and there's like this short but like just stocky kid like muscles and shirtless and he's just standing in front of me with like his arms out just like blocking yeah. the fucking pit that's going around I'm like wow thanks you know and it was like you know you, you, I'd, I'd get passed around and never fell like no one ever like uh, yeah it, it was kind of like people were looking out for each other we policed oh. each other pretty well back then yeah but that's the problem but is that nowadays. But said, I wouldn't send my kid to one. <laughs> but what I'm saying, but nowadays kids don't give a fuck. I mean, you think right. about it; they don't care. And and on top of that, not only do they not care, like the world is so different now. Like like they're like between even the sexuality between all these kids are. I mean, like you you, you know like 
with the sexting and all the shit on the phones and stuff, it's it's such a fucking different world for them, you know? Right. Like, I mean, yeah. think about it. Like, when we were growing up, it was like, we had to wait, what, 45 minutes for a fucking downloaded picture. <laughs> <laughs> and that was and that was later in life, you know? That was like yeah. Yeah. 17, 18, you know? Yeah. I, and before, we, did, we there was no way. We, we, the worst thing we could do is have a girl talk to us dirty on the phone. You know what I'm saying? And then right. hope, yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and hope, a minute. and then hope that your mom doesn't pick up the phone while she's telling you dirty stuff, you know? Yeah. And hope that she was actually a girl. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it was, it was just a, it was a different time, man. And then that, that's why I think it worked. You know what I'm saying? Like it worked because we were right. different people. Like the kid, yeah. like I said, the kids these days just don't care. Life is nothing to some of these children, you know. Yeah. But, um, <sighs> but anyway, the guys, we regress, and we've talked. To, we we we've uh, we've had the old man fart arguments about, <laughs> about us trying to get off our lawn, kids, and and it was cool. Back in my day, you could see a punk band for a nickel. It was I just remember... cool. I went to one show, and it was the Bad Brains and Minor Threat and Fugazi, don't ask, and uh, all four versions of Black Flag and DRI <laughs> and the Misfits and Sam Hain all on one bill. For a dollar. For a nickel. <laughs> Dude, uh, bringing up uh, uh, shows that we've seen and stuff, uh, I, did, I did get to see... Um, uh, Rog, one time, uh, you know who that uh, is? I never, yeah, that was Gore without their makeup, right? Yeah, I was, I got to see yeah. them, I got to see them hey, one time. I know, so yeah, I did get to see them one time, and um, mm-hmm. what was super cool about it was it was me and about 10 people. Nice, no one knew they thought it was a joke because it says right. it said Rog. The world's greatest Guar cover band, and and I was like, this is awesome. Like, what is this? You know? And I'm like, so we went, and everybody was like, there's rumors that this is the real guys just without their makeup. Short of fucking yeah. shit, it was, dude. I had Dave Brocky fucking stage dive on my head with ten people. <laughs> it was only ten and see, people. And there. That's like the fucking Paul from McGillicuddy's, and yeah. You know, our friend Taj, they're the ones that told me about that. Wow. They were fucking teenagers, and, and they and they knew this stuff. Yeah, I was like, blown away, you, man. How do you know this? Yeah, dude. That, that show, I'll never forget that one, the ROG mm-hmm. one, because, like I said, it was so little people there, and I wore my, my Guar t-shirt. Because, like, back then, you would wear a Guar shirt. You wouldn't wash it. Right. You wear the same fucking filthy shirt. So right. I wore I wore that shirt to to the Rog show and uh-huh. I got Slimenstra Hyman, the girl from Guar. <laughs> oh yeah. She signed the back of my shirt. And by the way, nice. by the way, before the before the 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 Guar show, uh, the Rog show, I think it was. I don't think it was the Guar uh-huh. show, but before the Rog show, her and one of the other members were walking in front of us as we we're walking uh-huh. to to um, the music hall off of St. Peter's. Uh-huh. And uh, or South Peters, and uh, man, she had the worst body odor. <laughs> <laughs> it 
I, I'm not saying nothing mean. I mean, she's like, God, this girl. I was like, because I didn't know it was her. I was like, okay. I was, was like, say you, why are you surprised? Well, I didn't know it was her. I was like, man, this girl's got, she's got some fucking terrible body odor, man. I was like, <laughs> this is awful. Uh, but we went into the show and I had her sign in the back of my shirt and, and she put on there slave boy and scratched it out and put girl. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then I had uh, Techno Destructo sign my shirt and I got to talk to Dave cool. Brocky a while because there was nobody else there, you know? Right. So it was really cool moments, you know, like, and, and like I said, there's shows that, that I remember from local bands to, to the bands that were not very popular that are huge now. Yeah. You know, like I, I paid a dollar to see 311 at, right. mu- at the music hall with, with, with again, like 20 people. Right. And, and then like two years later, they're fucking selling out arenas. You know, I'm like, yeah. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I, I love that. You yeah, know, it's like it's, and like yeah, like a friend of mine's band, Shakespeare in Hell, got to got to play. Like, no, I take that back. They got to play with Coheed and Cambria. Well, Coheed and Cambria uh-huh. opened up for them, huh? And at a little venue in Metairie. Before wow. Co- before Coheed was anybody, they were nobody. No one knew who the fuck they were. Yeah, you know. And now they're massive. You know, they sell out. Right. They fucking sold out all the arenas in the world. You know. Yeah. But it's very cool, and 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 I'm I feel terrible that I don't think my son and your daughter will ever have the experiences to go to these shows and see these small bands that blow up to be big. You know, like that. It's just going to be like, well, this is what you get to listen to now. Here's the programmed radio. Right. Yeah. And and even even the ones that didn't get big, just like you having their album. Yeah. And you and you get to see them, but you see them from just like ten feet away. Right. You know? Isn't that cool? Like the the No barricades, the, no nothing. You just right there, you know. Yeah. And sometimes they'll hop off stage and just walk up to the bar afterwards. Yep. And like I've I've just been I've been within a few feet of pretty much all of my favorite musicians. Yeah. I've never talked to any of them because I was always just like, I didn't know what to say. Like, mm-hmm. I just felt like a turd going on. I like your music. It's like, Oh, cool. You're the first person to tell me that. Like, I, I didn't right. know what I could say that would be unique. Um, but <laughs> if you I, walk up so to him and say, I, Hey, I, I'll suck your dick. I mean, that'd be you know, right. <laughs> yeah. but then they might take me up. On right. it and be like, I was going right, to say, I don't okay, know how cool. unique that'll be. Uh, yeah. I was like, dude, I blew the guys from rocket from the crypt. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> All of them. Yeah. <laughs> There's like seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, the only, the only, um, the only uh, musician that I regretted that I never, I, I didn't get a chance to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I spoke to him for a second and then he, he had to go back and do his work was Mike Patton. Oh yeah. Um, he, uh, I, I got him this, I went to see uh Phantomus at, at, um, um, the house of blues. Like, okay. Yeah. I was going to say like, he's, he's played here with, Either them or Mr. Bungle, like at oh, yeah. small places, oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen Mr. Phantom, Bungle. That was like him and Dave Lombardo, some of the guys from, 
Okay, I thought it was someone from Melvin's. It is. Too. It's Buzz and um okay. and the other guy, uh, one guy from Jesus Lizard too, I think. Okay. Yeah, it was those those four. And man, talk about wait, it. Wait, Dave name. Lombardo from like Slayer, the Descendants, and all. Oh, oh, okay. Dave Lombardo wait, who am I thinking? Oh, Tony Lombardo. Never yeah, mind, yeah. Sorry. Dave, Dave Lombardo oh. is is the Slayer's drummer. Slayer, yeah. yeah. Or old drummer, anyway. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, they were uh, they were finishing and wrapping up stuff, and and I had a. I said, dude, would you sign my ticket stub? And he goes, you got a marker? I said, no, do you? <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said, hold on. And, and he, he grabbed some other guy's marker. He says, I'll give that back to you. And he signed the ticket for me, which was really cool. He didn't have to nice. do that. And then, um, and then another time I saw them, I saw Tomahawk was another band that he was in. Right. Um, yeah. And they played at, uh, one Eye Jacks, but it's, it was something. Mm-hmm. It was something else before One Eye Jacks. Whatever that was. Oh, um, 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 um. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, fuck. I cannot think of that. Right. And I always get it confused with was was it One Eye Jacks first or afterwards? Um, it was One Eye Jacks after whatever the first name was. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, they. I was there watching them, and then before they came on, I was at the bar with my friend, and I was sitting there. And I was looking at the bar, you know, like trying to figure out if I was going to get a drink. And somebody put their arm on my hand, their hand on my shoulder and leaned forward to talk to the bartender. When I looked over, it was him. And I was and I was just fucking like fangirled stunned. (laughs) I sat there for a second and then he and he said, hey, and he walked off and I got up and I'm like, I'm going to go follow. I need to go talk to this dude. You know, I got up and walked outside. And when I walked out, he was gone. It was like a fucking ghost. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> but he's like my, he's like one of my main, like, of, favorite of all time Shim, singers. Shim Sham. That's it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. He's one of my favorite singers, so. Yeah. Musicians all around. Yeah. But, anyway, enough of that shit. Um, <laughs> so, guys, look. You know, I, I, I say this, and I say this, you know, Really, you know, with with all my heart, man, go out, support the local guys because yep. you never know when something shitty's gonna happen, and yep. you don't want to miss out on something great that you know yeah. an experience that you will have for a lifetime, and yep. uh, you know. So, uh, any any uh, last words there, Vernon, about your friend? You want to go ahead and tell everybody? Um, well, I would also say just. Hey, if there's anyone you haven't reached out to in a while, fucking reach out to them, you know, because you never know when it's like, oh, man, I haven't seen them. Like, there, there's some people where it's like, yeah, here they die and I hadn't seen them in a while. Then there's some where it's like I saw them right before and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm glad I was able to do that yeah. and just live a good life. Make sure there's no bad things going on between you and anyone. And uh and if you can, I can, and I I don't know how, but try and find some McGillicuddy's music. There's a little bit on YouTube. Um, I actually saw a, a mutual friend of mine and Paul's posted something that was like a song I'd never heard of, and it was like right before we hopped on here, so I have not listened to it <laughs> yet. <laughs> But I know it's called Pork Chop Cash. Nice. And it was from, uh, I guess there was a documentary called No-Fi that says, like, a live documentation of New Orleans garage slash surf slash punk. 
Oh, I gotta um, look that up, man. I want to see that. Yeah, uh, and I've because it's from like Turducken Records. Oh, well, it could just be a compilation then, because I know right. like one of their seven entries that they put out was on Turducken. Um, and I've got some. I've got like those six songs that I had seven inch records of and switched them to MP3s. And I'm gonna reach out to Jerry and see if he has any that could be posted on YouTube. And so if anyone uh, can try and find any, um, hopefully they'll be able to listen to these guys. Yeah, Cause, yeah they're a good band. He was a good guy. Um, definitely gonna be missed. And thanks for listening to me talk about it. Yeah, man, I appreciate you being able to come out on on the show and do that, man. You know, I mean, I do. Oh yeah, I know. I, I know it's tough, and uh, I think he deserved the 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 spotlight as much as we gave him. You know, he probably deserved it a lot more than we gave him. But you know, yeah, I I I always was just like, why is this dude not a fucking rock star? Like, he was, yeah. he was just that good, like an amazing guitarist. Yeah. Well, guys, like we said reach out to your friends you know go talk to everybody it's, it's, it's just cover your bases yeah and <laughs> and be good and don't be a fucking asshole that too definitely but uh um, don't be a dick if right. everyone just lived by that the world would be a better place or real <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, again guys i was your host wayne i was your co-host vernon and as always, remember to keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it, That's it. Get the fuck!